1: Hi, and welcome to episode 101 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me, as always, Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. Sounds so strange to say 101. It yeah. does. It sounds older
2: I, than 100.
0: <laughs> see, I think of, of Dalmatians whenever anyone says 101. I just, oh, yeah. I just think Dalmatians.
2: I about that, yeah.
1: Well, uh, before we get going, we do have some listener feedback uh, that we want to share with you. Uh, the first one is from listener Marlene Nichols, who said that, uh, FYI, two of you said that you take a photo so you can find your parked car, but failed to add that Apple Maps offers to mark your actual parking spot and take you back there when desired. You're right, Marlene. And I think the reason why we forgot about that is because Suze and I do not have Bluetooth in our cars.
2: But yeah, but you don't I need – it, it, well, I, I'll let you finish.
1: Yeah. I have Bluetooth now because <laughs> last week I bought a new car.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: So now I have all the bells and whistles. I have navigation and I have Bluetooth and I have all that. I, I haven't tried it yet because I haven't needed to for Apple Maps. But like we talked about last week or last episode, I should say, I prefer Google. But I think what I will do is next time I'm in a situation where I am in a large parking lot and need to remember where the where the the car is, I will
2: open Apple Maps. And get yeah, I, I I see it all the time on my notification screen. I a the the seven, so you know you had the notification screen thing that pops up, and um, it'll tell me like right now they're telling me you're 100 feet away from your car. You know. Don't want to go through step by step to get to my car. You know, all I need to know when I'm parking is what level I'm in. I don't need to use a map to figure it out. I guess I would choose it if I was in Disneyland, like we talked about before, so. And it's a big parking lot, but generally, parking structures, it's not difficult to figure out once you, uh, where your car is if it's on. Once you know what level it's on, Um, and as I said, I just don't like Apple Maps. It's just doesn't, it, it, I'm used to Google Maps. I think that's what, what the problem oh, I, is. I
0: much yeah. prefer Apple Maps and we talked about that, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I don't have, you know, my husband has um, like, he has a Toyota Highlander. So he has, it's not CarPlay, but it's, um, it's, it, it's something. Voice that, assistant, assistant. Yeah, as thank you. That's I mean, what I have on my phone and everything. Yeah. And, and his. You know, he's able to do that. He's able to, we're able to, you know, stream our music, whatever, um, on that through our Apple music. But yeah, mine is a, <clears throat> an older car. So mine's yeah. a classic.
1: Well, so it yeah, doesn't have well, any
0: belt and whistles anymore. It's a classic. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, well, I, I turned in my 2003 Honda and I now have a 2017 Chrysler Pacifica. Oh, yes. I uh, had a rental car that was Pacifica. Those are actually nice. Those are, yeah, those are, that's room. Yeah. Yep. So I went from minivan to minivan, uh, but it's kind of cool because now uh, I, I pretty much have been listening to Sirius XM because it comes with a year free. So that's yeah. been awesome. Yeah. And, but but occasionally there was a couple of podcasts that I wanted to finish as I knew I was driving about 15 minutes and it hooks up to the car great. It's called Uconnect. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't have CarPlay. It's just called U, the letter U, Connect. And the, it works great. Uh, like I said, I just haven't been in a situation yet where I need to mark my parking spot. But Marlene, we appreciate the feedback. Thank you yes, for giving us you. that yeah. reminder, and I will definitely yeah. do that the next time I need to check my parking. In fact, as we were talking, I just opened Apple Maps and put Mark my location. And like like Vicky said, it shows that my car is outside a little bit.
0: Well, yeah. didn't the new uh, 10.3 update that we just uh, the iOS update? Didn't they just uh, revamp that a bit too? The park.
2: I don't
1: know. Uh, I, don't
2: I, I don't I don't use
1: it. I don't use. Yeah, I but use that I, Apple
2: I, Maps, I don't, so I don't, I don't use that. I don't use any of that stuff. Yeah. So it's there. I, I put up it on my notification screen just in case.
0: But you know, she has, she, I think that's really good that she mentions that because, yeah, um, yeah. you know, when I travel in France and stuff, sometimes if the parking garages are very, like an mm-hmm. Avenue, they're really massive. And yeah, you remember, but you know, you get back, you've had a couple glasses of wine, you know, and you and,
2: forget. Yeah. And, and, I, I haven't enabled because, you know, you yeah. can disable it. I haven't enabled just in case, you know, because you're right. right that that will be perfect to get yourself back. to
0: And you know what? Another thing I noticed, um, I just opened it. This is new is I, mean, <laughs> I think it's new is that when you look under your location, it has the latitude and longitude. Did, did you see that? I think that's new, right? I, I haven't know. seen that before.
2: Use Apple Maps. You're the, expert the latitude on that.
0: <laughs>
1: and longitude?
0: Yeah, of where you are. hmm Yep. So if you um, if you if you tap on if you tap on the your your little blue pulsating mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> And then you expand the view. So you have mark my location, share my location, and swipe up. And then it will give you your address. And then you have.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, now latitude I see. It. Yeah. And longitude. And then
0: you can add to favorites. You can create a new contact. You can add to existing contact. And you can report an issue. I think that's new in the new iOS update because I don't remember seeing that last week.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I just updated last night. And for anybody that hasn't updated their iOS yeah, to. Yeah. 10.3, it takes a while. So just.
2: Yeah, be, just it perfect. did. Oh, you know, boy, I was, it wait, took, I was waiting. hour. I, I, I was waiting for I, my fence in my yard, um, needed some pickets replaced. And I was waiting for this guy, and he was going to come the same day, give me an estimate and fix it. And I said, okay, yeah, I have time to update. He's going to call me before he came. And it took so long, I thought I was going to miss the call. I was just panicky. Unfortunately, <laughs> it finished before he, had, he called me, but, um, yeah, it's a long time. I was shocked. I thought something was wrong with my phone.
1: Well, because <laughs> yeah. it changed, it changed the filing system. That's why.
2: Yeah, yeah, it probably had to do a lot more than it normally does. You know, just not downloading and installing. You had to do a lot of stuff. Well,
0: this was supposed to be a small update.
2: Yeah, sound like yeah, it. When was, I read but, the word yeah, about. this was
0: supposed to be just a small update for some tweaks. And I'm telling you, it took over an hour. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah for, yeah,
2: for both my iPad and everything. I was yeah, I was gnawing on my fingernails. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other piece of feedback we got is in reference to the Princess Bride, Ugh. and our good friend Kevin Alder wanted me to share that he loves the Princess Thank Bride. Thank you, Kevin. And he is a, he is a Kevin, fan. Kevin,
2: I love you, but I don't like. Love, I don't love the Princess Bride. Oh,
0: come on, man! That's a classic. I just can't. You I know, a after, after I we did that episode, I went and I watched it again. I said, you know, this is this is such a sweet movie. And Kevin, if you like it, you should read Carrie Ulysses' uh, um, "As You Wish" book because it's all about um, behind the scenes of the Princess Bride, and it's really, wow! He, it's really <laughs> a fun, it's a fun, it's a fun book. Um, oh it, and, and Carrie is a really funny writer it's it I was laughing through the whole book it's not it's a quick read it's and it's called as you wish I, I just love it I think it's I, should, awesome.
2: I shouldn't laugh at it but dang you know you really into it you gotta read a book <laughs> how do you
0: see <laughs> now well, wait a second I was leaving the library and I was I don't know I was looking for something and it, it, that caught my eye and I said oh heck yeah I'm gonna r- take that out and I did and I finished it in like a day and a half it was awesome
2: it was fun I don't know maybe it was the place I was in when I watched the movie, because sometimes that affects if you like something or not. And I tra- it, the movie had been out years and years and years when I finally saw it. And I saw that and I saw Beetlejuice. Both of those movies, that's the reason I remember those are two movies I don't like. You, you <laughs> oh, the, just, I, I read the Peter video and it
0: was, was like... Okay. But you know another, you know another I, classic I love is li- with uh, Howie Mandel was Little Monsters. Do you remember that? With the, Was it Little oh, Monster? It was the blue monster that was under the bed. Do you remember that one? He yeah. had the weird little horns coming out. Pretty sure I don't
2: remember monster. that. No, I'll I know. have to look. It up. But you know which really one I have. Remember Howie Mandel though. <laughs> and
0: my my husband is horrified. I haven't seen is um, Apocalypse Now.
2: I've never oh, seen, I've it. seen that. Yeah. I that's like a, so class- now, that's a classic. Now that's <laughs> classic. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I've, I, I, I've watched it once, and I don't think I need to watch it again. It's not right. something that I want to see. Again. Right. I think that's the way I feel too. Yeah. Really, it was good, I, and I'm glad I saw it, but I don't I, want to watch it again
0: well i probably should because i know it is a classic yeah it's called little monsters it was with um fred savage of um wonder oh Earth.
2: yeah yeah
0: remember that? i don't remember what it's about
2: again. but i sort of yeah yeah, so
0: yeah nice. he was under the bed it was kind of cute i loved
2: mm-hmm. it oh well, anyway
0: <laughs> whatever well, princess
1: bride is princess bride's on my list i'll get to it eventually so thank you marlene yeah. and kevin for the feedback we appreciate you um writing into us. I also want to mention that if you're going to Mac stock 2017 on July 15th and 16th in Woodstock, Illinois, we have a $30 off coupon code. If you are buying a standard or premium ticket, if you use the code three geeky ladies, the number three, don't spell it out. It's the number three geeky ladies. When you are going through the checkout, you'll get $30 off a standard or premium ticket. So all the information would be found on Expo, uh dot com, and you can get you know find out what you need there. We wish we could go, but unfortunately, we are unable to due to various circumstances. But we would be there in a heartbeat if we could. Yeah,
0: I'll be in so, in Connecticut. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll all be in various places. So <laughs> some today, some I'm in Connecticut. <laughs> today, we wanted to talk about. Uh, another fun episode our favorite geeky and non-geeky gifts that we've received vicky's got a pile here i've got no, one of each vicky's this, got a pile i have a pile suzanne <laughs> so has got a pile i oh, got one pile.
2: i've and, and each. and what's funny is that you said uh you're the one who came with the idea and i said i have nothing i'm gonna be yeah. really bad <laughs> and i
1: have and i have one i have one each so yeah
2: yeah well you want me to v- start yeah go ahead vicky okay my non geeky gift that I love 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 and i still have is my um my eleventh grade um birthday present from my sister um it was my Swin varsity ten speed uh it's it's <laughs> nice. a class i still have it in my my garage it's <laughs> a, it's a little awkward to ride with you know how 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 those seats are so narrow I mean I think I yeah. maybe if I change the seat I'll ride it more but you're still bending over you know I'm at that age where I don't like to ride when I, even when on, on exercise bikes I like to up be upright I don't like to be leaning back or too far forward um and it's just not it, I don't want to get rid of it because it has such sentimental value to me right um right. and so but it was like I didn't expect it um uh and my sister bought it for me and I was like ah <laughs> I wrote it through college and everything. So it was, it's, a really, it's a really great thing. Anybody that's ever had a, a swing know about, about varsities? They're, they were really popular back in the day. So, and they're classics. Now, that's a classic. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, okay, you want me to finish all of them? Or, or, I can do it really quickly. Did the rest no, of sh- <laughs> the rest of them are air, are jewelry and earrings. Most of the jewelry I have, people gave me, and some of the standouts was uh, for high school graduation. I got emerald earrings, necklace, and a matching ring. Mm-hmm. I still have it. Uh, and surprisingly enough, I can still wear the ring. You know, yeah, you know, you're swelling and all that kind of stuff that happens. This <laughs> but it's still the ring still fits perfectly, and uh, the necklace is a little sort of dated looking. Maybe I could get somebody to to. Do something with it, but I love that. I, 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 anytime I wore black, I would put those, that set on. And mm. uh, for college graduation, my dad got me, and it shocked me because my dad it's not all that sentimental and he generally gets other people to do things, but he came out to California. I was staying in California with my sister, the one about me, the varsity bike. And we, he just let's let's go to the mall. And we walked around in the mall, went to the store, and we saw these earrings. And I was just talking to this lady while he was over in another section. He came over, and I was I was admiring the earrings. They are called mabe earrings, and you know they're like a little blister on the shell. They're not like the normal ones that are are made inside the shell. Um, and uh, I had never seen them before. I thought they were gorgeous. I walked away. My dad went up there and bought it. And when I got Aww. home, he handed it to me, and I was like, "Oh, I, I cried like a baby." <laughs> 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 but they are gorgeous, and I always wear that when I'm really trying to impress somebody. Oh. Um, and then I have uh, the other, the last uh, pair of jewelry that stand out is that uh, when I, I bought it for myself when I went on the Panama cruise um and panama they're they're known for their emeralds and about unpolished emeralds that's something i've never seen before you know but you they're shiny they polish them so they're yeah. shiny this these are unpolished and they just they're really and they're pretty bit-sized stone and i think i paid less than a hundred dollars for them and i saw wow. some, and they were i saw some and they're well over 200 so i got wow. a really really good price and the reason why we found out about it is because um we took a um, tour around the, the the island and we didn't take the bus tour and all the other tours that came with the cruise. We just went outside and got a cab driver and we hired him for the day. And he told us where were the best places to go get stuff. And he said, normally in that area, right near the ship, there's nothing really good, but there's one place that he said, I suggest you go in there and look at his jewelry. He said he has some very unique things. And he said, when he mentioned emeralds, I said, that's my birthstone. So, um, I really, uh, I mean, me and and a couple of uh, ladies that were with us really uh, found a lot of different jewelry there that was very inexpensive and just, just really unique. So, and then my last non-geeky gift was my big four O my best friend, Dulce Merchant, you know who you are. I don't think she listened to the show in a (laughs) way, but, um, but she's, she took me to French Laundry, uh, which is in Napa. It's one of the best oh, restaurants in It's in on my bucket Paris. list. <laughs> and it was the best, well, it's up there. It's another restaurant, too. Uh, I, I told you about the La Grande Ville in Paris. Um, that they're, they're equal, in my opinion. Everything was great. The food, the wine. I ate stuff that I normally would never eat, um, um uh what's that duck li- duck liver stuff um i forgot gua, poigua i and they took it and they fried it you know and it was like crispy and i i ate it it was you know just a small amount that kind of stuff generally upsets my stomach it didn't taste really really good you know um and uh they had other things that i thought i didn't like which is beets and stuff like that and and the way they prepared it was perfect, you know, because it's fresh, you know, not out of a can and all that other stuff. Everything was just so perfect. I even have the menu. I, I don't know what that place. it. I think I, I hid it for myself because I thought I would have uh, accidentally throw it away. Or maybe I did throw it away. <laughs> but um, uh, they let you keep the menu. And it was just like a, such a pleasant experience. What was really interesting to me is that it was only three, three other uh, tables in there. Only three other people Couples in the, in the place. So, um, I oh, know it's, it's that small? I knew it was a small no, place. No, that- big enough. It just wasn't that many people there. You know, it yeah. was, doing, you know, back in, um, uh, during that time, um, it was, the economy was bad. And that's how we actually got the, uh, the reservation. Nobody was booking. Um, Oh, okay. uh, Yeah. Yeah. The condo was really, really, really bad. Nobody was going anywhere. Housing housing market was was going down, all kinds of stuff. So we went and uh, that's how we got there. I was just really surprised. But our meal, my meal alone cost over $20. So uh, and and my friend, so that's like four. And it's just six times that, that's, you know, almost $3,000, you know. Um, So and the French
1: Laundry, yeah. I, last I heard, that's a good year wait for a reservation mm.
2: Yeah, at think, this time. I think you did it like six months in advance. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's my uh, non-geeky stuff. And finally, my geeky gift, again, my sister got me. This is the same sister. Her name's Sharon. She's, she's pretty cool. Uh, she bought me <laughs> my current 15-inch men, mid 2014 Retina uh, MacBook Pro, two and a half gigabytes Intel Core i7, ha, ha ha sixteen gigabytes of memory and half a gig of hard drive. And what's really interesting about that is I went out to visit her, and uh, I had been sick. You know, uh, you probably guessed probably the pre- previous time that I, I was sick and everything. And it was my birthday. Uh, in a couple of weeks it was gonna be my birthday. And then when I flew out, she was in Arizona and we, we flew into Vegas and we were walking around at this shopping plaza in, in and oh there's an Apple store. And it was so sort of, like weird. She goes, Oh, there's an Apple store. I'm the one that normally would say that. Let's go in. <laughs> you know, so I said, I don't want to go in the Apple store. I can't, I can't I'm not buying anything. So we go in and we're looking at it. She goes, I'm gonna buy me a laptop. She started saying, What would you want? What would you do if you want you you uh what configuration? So she's talking to the, the, the person, um, the salesperson. And she's saying, oh, I want 16 gigabytes of memory. And I said, what the heck? You only surf the internet. You don't need all that. And I got so ticked, and said, this guy is trying to force her. But she had already talked to the guy. And they were all trying to get me to contribute to what I want. And the guy just says, well, if you do podcasting. I said, she don't do podcasting. Well, I'm thinking about doing it. And so they did this uh, configuration. And I was just standing there just fuming. I'm going, I can't believe this girl's spinning. That kind of money, when all she does surf the internet. So we go outside and she hands it to me and say, happy birthday. Again, I burst out crying into tears. <laughs> and I was walking down the street holding it like it was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is your baby. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like like like." Perfect. She, I was telling her this is probably the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's, like so that's like the 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 only geeky thing I got, but it was it's it's still kicking. This brand is still working pretty fine. I don't think I need to replace it. with the current MacBook Pros, I don't think there's much of a difference between them and this my the one I have now. But um, that's that.
1: Suzette, you had a list also.
0: I have a list, but mine runs the gamut. I think um like <clears throat> Vicky, I think Vicky when you have I, I wanted a bike for so long and there was two I think there were two childhood gifts that I really loved and the first one was my parents succumbed to my whining and they bought me a Sears. It wasn't a Schwinn, but it it was okay. It was a bike Um, because I was a tomboy and uh, the the boys had bikes. I wanted a boys bike. I didn't want a girl. Yes, I did too. (laughs) Thank you. I was a boy and uh, they would have these great jumps. We'd have they would take wood and stuff and we'd we'd have jumps. We'd have this whole obstacle course. I loved it. So they bought me a blue. I'll never forget it. It was a metallic dark blue Sears and Roebuck bike and it had headlights the batteries it had headlights, so I could mm-hmm. ride in the dark. I thought that I was the coolest thing on, you know, two wheels. And the other thing on my tenth birthday, my aunt um, bought me an Instamatic, a Kodak Instamatic camera kit, and that started, I think, my love of
1: mm-hmm.
0: of um, of photography. And then as I got older, um, my husband, I was I was always one. I I hate to divulge this, but you know, it is what it is. I don't like surprises. So I was that horrible kid that when my parents would leave my sister and I alone, I would be just tearing through the house looking for Christmas presents. And I got really, (laughs) I got really adept at, you know, wrapping it. So it looked exactly like, um, you know, it should, and also acting surprised on Christmas day, but I never was surprised. I knew every single present I got. So my husband knew about that little, um, sick, uh, work of <laughs> mine because when I was living with my best friend, he was horrified. He was date. He actually, I know this is the sordid thing, but my husband was actually dated my best friend before he and I got together. And, um, and she was fine. Cause she ended up being our, our, my matron of honor, but she bought me a present and, Mike had come over and he was waiting for her. She hadn't got home yet. And I said, I'm going to look for the present she bought me. And I found it and I looked at it and he told
1: her, "Oh my tells, God,
0: who tells on you? And wow. she was horrified that I went and I looked at her, but that's what I did. So anyway, <laughs> fast forward to our first Christmas together. He buys my Christmas presents and I get up in the middle of the night and I look in the, the trunk of his car. It's not there. We go over his parents. I sneakily go down in their basement. No presents there. I look at my parents' basement. No presents there. I'm like, I know he's bought me something. I know he's hid it.
2: Snooping around in other people's house. Oh, damn. Looking for my presents. Absolutely.
0: So I went out in our shed. I got up again. I set my alarm. I got out and I went out. (laughs) So... Come Christmas, I was surprised every freaking present. And what he had done is because I never use dishwashers. I never do. I always like to do dishes myself because I feel they're cleaner. He put them in a big trash bag just in case I accidentally turn on the dishwasher and he hid them in the dishwasher. They were there all that time hidden in the freaking dishwasher. Hidden in plain sight. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, an, an Olympus OM1 camera and not only that um, he and, and when he was in college he had taken a photography class and he showed me how to use film because of course this is well before um, digital cameras you know came into being and it was wonderful I had such a great time um, you know figuring out f-stops and shutter speeds and ISO speeds and it, I, you know it really was just a wonderful gift and I, I think that was one of my uh, favorite gifts and then I, another gift is that uh, when my eldest son, we, I still use them to this day. When he was in kindergarten, his teacher had all the kids for Christmas make their parents felt napkin rings. And what they, they are is they're red and green felt, but they're in the shape of a poinsettia for the napkin rings. And I use them every single Christmas. It's one of my favorite uh-huh. all time gifts. And yeah. it's just it, it's not Christmas without, you know, trays, napkin rings. And then my yeah. youngest son, he made me two things that are kind of cool. Well, he bought me one thing. He he had I think fifty cents um at one of the little uh school, you know, um little markets they had for kids to go in and buy their parents presents and he bought me a red white and blue heart necklace that um i wear it fourth of july and then he made i it's the queerest thing he took a clothes pen and two tongue depressors and he drew on it and this was i some craft in school and do you know we still use those for toast tongs he's like just buy a pair gosh mom I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be 30 years old and you're still using that i said but they're handy they're perfect cuz those tongue depressors go you know deep inside the toaster and they pull out the toast it's awesome <laughs> so, oh gosh <laughs> i love it and it's just the it's just the two tongue depressors that he colored and he glued onto a clothespin but you know i still use it to this day oh, and thinking. then when I was 40, that was a really special birthday. Um, There were two things. My husband wanted to, we lived in Maine at the time, and he wanted to know if I wanted to have a big party. And I said, no, I really don't want to party. So he said, what would you like to do? And I said, well, because I thought it was a long shot. I said, well, you know, the money you could spend on a party, I would rather go to Haystack. And he did. He gave me Haystack for my 40th birthday. And what Haystack is, it's this kind of art camp up in the coast of Maine on Deer Isle and they have two and three week sessions and they have different studios so you have a glass blowing studio um, you have a jewelry studio a ceramic studio uh, a textile uh, studio printmaking studio and it's right on the coast so they also have a lobster bake while you're there so you get to eat have this wonderful lobster bake right on the water But it's a camp, and the only thing you need to worry about, because the studios are open 24 hours a day, and they're taught, every session that they have during the summer is taught by a very well-known artist worldwide. I mean, they've had um, artists that have come over from Europe and Russia and South America, and they teach these two- to three-week sessions. And the only thing you have to worry about is the dinner bell ringing. And they have the most delicious vegetarian cuisine you could shake a stick at. It's just delicious. and so. You get a—it's a lot of creative energy, and you get a lot of work done. And every night after dinner, that you have a like a family-style communal dinner, and so you get to talk to other artists, um, you know, that are there learning and sometimes teaching. And they have a wonderful lecture session by one of the visiting artists. And I did a fabric uh, painting class and I'm I'm telling you that's really what I want to do in a couple of years from now I have another milestone birthday is I'd like to go back to Haystack that probably changed my life because after Haystack I ended up deciding to go to art school and it was just a fabulous fabulous experience and there are other there are other types of camps like that around the United States Penland is another wonderful um art camp. And that's, I think, I believe in North Carolina. And there's also Anderson Ranch in Colorado. But these these camps really just give you this hands-on creative experience. And, you know, there's people from all walks of life. You don't necessarily have to be a working artist. There were a lot of people that had a day job and this was their hobby and they just wanted to expand on learning more about it. So for anybody that's ever thinking of doing something like that, I can tell you it's life-altering. It's just a fabulous experience, and you meet such wonderful, wonderful creative people. Mm. And then I think the other thing, the best present I got is um, I had an old Volvo that was a tank. It was a Volvo 240, and I mean, my husband got rear-ended with that car, and it it totaled the car that wasn't paying attention and crashed into the back of me. And the only thing on that Volvo that was hit was a piece of chrome on the bumper. I mean, that thing was a tank. It was a panzer tank. So mm-hmm. after, you know, I you know, I had driven it for quite a long time, like 10 years, 12 years. Husband said, I really want to get you a different car. What would you like? I know you've always wanted a convertible. And I said, Yeah, I really would. So that's my classic car. He bought me a gold BMW convertible and it had black interior, and I had the license. Godiva for Godiva. It was kind of like a pun. It was uh, Godiva box chocolates, which are gold and have chocolate inside. And then of course, when you take the top down, you're topless like Lady Godiva. So I thought that was pretty you know, mm-hmm. cool. But it's, it's classic. It's 17 years old and I just passed 70,000 miles on it. I
2: just wow. rolled over
0: 70,000. I got but, a
2: 2013 with over 70,000 miles. <laughs> And I put on myself, all of them.
0: I know. So, but you know, the thing is, is I can't see. I mean, I love writing it, but you know, I, I in Dallas, everything is like within a five mile uh, radius for me. So I really don't put on a lot of miles for it. So I'm just going to run it until Yeah,
2: it but counts. you've had it since uh, 2000. So you, yeah. you haven't been in Dallas 17 years. No, you, you I, I drive I, practically anywhere.
0: <laughs> I, drove it all the t- I drove it all the time in Maine and I had a hard top for it. I eventually sold it here because I don't use the hard top anymore. But what was funny was um, I drove it all the time. And, you know, if it got to my, my thing was I would put the top up if it got below 36 degrees. And one night I was, I w- this was when I was in art school, I was coming home and it was winter and I got stopped by the police. I'm thinking, what did I do wrong? I know I wasn't speeding and I usually do speed. So, I mean, it was, so he came up to me and he said, um, I got my license and register. he said, no, 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 I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. And I said, "What did I do wrong?" He said, "You did nothing wrong." He said, "I just wanted to know who was crazy enough to have their top down at 36 degrees." I <laughs> said, "Oh, okay, that would be me." And he just laughed. He said, "Have a great night." Oh <laughs> my god! But well, um, wow. no, in Tucson, um, we had a small driveway, so it sat in the garage a lot. Because, to be honest with you, you would think that oh, Tucson, Arizona, oh my gosh, what a wonderful you know place to have a convertible. It's not.
2: It's Not hot. me, it's, too it's hot.
0: pretty hot. I mean, it, yeah. the sun is so intense that it burns your scalp. I, I just, mm-hmm. it was too hot to never have it down, except in the fall or winter. And so we had an Isuzu and my husband, his car. So rather play, um, you know, musical cars. I just took Suzu all the time. So
2: yeah. it, it did it.
0: save on mileage. And I think the other one um, was for me was um, this year. I had my 30th wedding anniversary and my husband bought me a ruby ring, which is my birthstone. And he refused to buy me a ruby for all these years because we're not superstitions in this family at all. Um, (laughs) Because before I met him, I had had other relationships and I always had ruby rings and they always broke up. So he said, I'm never buying you a ruby. And it's my birthstone. It's one of my favorite stones. I would rather have a ruby than a diamond any day. And I said, Nope, Nope, Nope. So I said to him, for God's sakes, 30 years, really 30 years. And you, and I, you know, cause he said, I'll get you a, a diamond ring. I don't want a diamond ring. So he did surprise me. And I really love it. It's, it's a really nice uh, ruby ring. I have my birthstone. That's really all I've ever wanted. So that was kind of a nice mm-hmm. surprise. And I think the other things aside from, um, uh, uh, gifts, I guess you could say in some inadvertent way, they, they were a gift is when my friend passed away. Um, she left me two things that are just wonderful. And number one was her dog widget, the little Brussels Griffon that I am extremely in love with. And the other thing is she was a jewelry artist and she had all of this gold she wanted to do something with this gold she didn't wear anymore so she created um in bronze she did it in bronze first she created this like an almost i i the way i could explain it it's a band and on top of this band <clears throat> excuse me it's like a uh it's like a nest it's like a gold thick nest um it's like a if you took a dome it's like an inverted dome and she cast that with lost wax casting in bronze and then she brought it to a goldsmith and she had that made they melted down her gold and she and she had that ring made and she had a diamond from her engagement ring put in there and she left that to me and i was absolutely floored because that ring she always wore and i loved it i always said oh i love that ring and you just i never in a million years thought she'd ever leave it to me so that is mm-hmm. i treasure that i definitely treasure that yeah. and then. I think the only other gift I can honestly say that last year I said to my husband, um, you know, when the iPad, smaller iPad pro came out with the pencil, I said, I will be good for Christmas anniversary, birthday, mother's day, any day I will be good. if I could have the pro. So that's what I got last year. And that's pre- pretty it. But I have to say is the older you get, I think for me, when people make something for me and they take their time to make something handmade, those are far more treasured than any material thing that I could Mm -hmm. receive, to be honest with you. I really love the things that people make for me or create for me. I think that's, um, or an experience. I think now at this point in my life, I love to have an experience, whether, you know, it you know, go to a restaurant or, or go have a picnic somewhere or listen to a band. I think that's more important than material things right now yeah.
2: in my life. Yeah.
0: So that's, that's it for me.
1: Well, for me, as far as non-geeky, when we go to concerts or vacations, they're not surprises because my husband and I talk about it. I buy the tickets or I make the reservation. So we both know we're going into this. It's not a surprise at all. Um one of the surprises that we had was for our twentieth wedding anniversary, my our middle son and my parents threw us a surprise party and he invited some friends that live out that live downstate. I had mentioned them before. They live about an hour, about an hour and a half south of us. They came up for the party, which was great. So we had no idea we were having a party and getting to see them was great. But what he also did is he bought us tickets to see the Broadway show "Moving Out," oh which nice, was based on Billy Joel's, it yeah. was all Billy Joel music and choreographed by Twyla Tharp, it was really, really good. Wow! And he bought a package, which was the tickets and a hotel room for New York City. So that was that was awesome. That is
0: awesome. And and mm-hmm. and, and is that movie still playing? Or I mean, oh no, this me, was two thousand. I'm sorry. I let's see, see
1: what year was it? Two thousand four. Oh, okay. Our anniversary is in November, and then we went in January because that's my husband's busy time at the store. So we went in January of – I think it was pretty sure it was January 2004 that we did it. And then for our 25th anniversary, my middle and youngest were in college, and we had a surprise dinner at one of the restaurants, and they were both sitting there. So that was a surprise because I think Shane – they both went to college in upstate New York, but one was in the west and one was in the east. So he crossed the state, picked up Sam, drove them down, and they spent the weekend. So mm. so that, that was a nice surprise. That is a nice surprise. But the biggest one, number one uh, geeky, non-geeky gift for me was two years ago, almost two years ago now, May of 2015, my husband and I went to Italy with his family to celebrate his father's 80th birthday. I remember that. I remember. I can't can't believe it was two years ago already. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So toward the end of April, I get a text from from Shane, my middle son. He was living in North Carolina at the time. And he says, can you go on Skype? Okay. I was making dinner. My husband was home. It was his day off. So I go on Skype and he says to me, you're not going to be home for Mother's Day. You're going to be in Italy. So I thought I'd give you your present now. I'm just thinking, what can he give me? He's on the other side of the computer screen. He's not physically in front of me, and I just because normally he would just send flowers or something like that. And I said, okay. <laughs> and he he bends out it down out of the screen, and then he sits back up and he holds a piece of paper up to the screen. And he goes here, and I look in, and I'm reading what the paper says, and I just said, I can't repeat what I said, but I just basically said, are you kidding me? <laughs> and he said yep, this is it. And what he did is he bought two tickets for the Rolling Stones. Oh. They were playing in Raleigh, which was about an hour and a half away from him. Uh, In July 1st was the concert. And he had enough points on his Southwest credit card that he was flying me down. Wow. And then we were going to drive back up so he could spend a week at home. That's pretty sweet. that's yeah. My second favorite concert ever. I don't think wow. anything will ever top Paul
2: McCartney. That, but that was really what, cool. I mean, he planned the whole thing. How you gonna get there? You are gonna spend time yeah. coming back up? I mean, that's mm-hmm. really cool. <laughs> yeah, and he he kept talking to my
1: husband. He goes, "You think mom would want to come down and see the Rolling Stones?" And he's like, "Really? <laughs> <laughs> do you really? I mean, like, 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 do you really think that's a question?" But the yeah. thing was, at the same time, while I would be gone, I think the next night. Foreigner and Kid Rock were gonna be up by us and I was gonna get tickets for that. So and I and so Shane kept saying to my husband, Did mom get those tickets yet? And he goes, No, I don't think so, but I think she's about to buy them. So that's why he's like jumped on it, bought the tickets and got a hold of me right away so that I wouldn't go. He goes, You know, if you really still want to go see Foreigner, I'm like, uh, I think I've seen Foreigner before, I'll I'll go see the Rolling Stones. <laughs> the, the only negative about that concert is that it was so humid because it was outdoor, it was a, a, foot, a mm. college football arena, it was so humid.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the seats weren't comfortable because it was bleachers, and the traffic was a nightmare. Mm. But the concert itself, fabulous. Just, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was awesome. You know, and I can't believe it's been two years. And we still talk about it, Shane and <laughs> I. We still talk about that concert. Yeah. So that was my non geeky gift. Now, my geeky gift has a little backstory. For 20 years, I trained in karate. And most of the time, I went to classes in the morning. And the people in the morning class, we ended up being a really tight-knit group. We would always celebrate each other's birthdays. We would socialize outside the dojo. Um, we'd have, you know, whoever's birthday was, someone would bring in little cupcakes or cake. We'd collect money, get the person a gift, usually a gift card or If we knew they wanted a particular something, we would get that. You know, not terribly expensive, but it was fun. So in 2010, the iPad was released. And when I first heard it, I'm like, eh, not interested. But then when it was released and people started using it, and I was reading articles about it, I thought, I must have one of these. So I said to my husband, I want an iPad. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I even told them I want this color, this size, everything else. And I don't remember how much it cost back then. I want to say seven hundred dollar price range. Yeah, they're like not that.
0: cheap. I know. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was something like that. So I thought, okay, my fiftieth birthday is coming. I bet my friends at karate will get it for me. Yes, it's expensive, <laughs> but it's my fiftieth birthday, so they'll they'll put a little bit more money into the pot. So I. It was my husband's day off, and my birthday comes, and I thought, well, I wonder if my husband will get it for me. Nope. Nothing. He, you know, just because I think he got me some scratch-off cards, which is what I normally get, like scratch-off lottery tickets. For your birthday? I got, <laughs> yeah, I always get them for Mother's Day, Christmas, and my birthday. I get some scratch-off okay. cards, and I think he got me one or two Pandora beads for my bracelet. Okay. And I'm just like, oh, okay, thanks. I was just <laughs> kind of like, not, you know. And then I go to karate and I'm waiting. And at the end of the class, you know, happy birthday. And I get my little cake and everything. And they give me a gift card for the Apple Store. I don't get an iPad. Mm-hmm. Now, it was a $200 gift card. Wow. I mean, nothing, nothing to laugh at. I mean, no. that's still significant. Nice. But I was like feeling sorry for myself and just going, oh, I didn't get my iPad. Uh... Now, of course, in retrospect, That was so wrong of me. But I was kind of like, I don't know. Sometimes I just get weird on my birthday. I just, it it was just one of those things. You were having a piggy party. Yeah. Yeah. And like in retrospect, yeah, in retrospect, they don't owe me anything. You know, and I know that. I know that. But at that time, I'm like, oh, I really want this. So I think I was wanted it so much. I was like trying to like come up with the reasons why they would get it for me. So I come home from karate and I'm just like, you know, oh, poor pitiful me. My life is over. 50 sucks. And then I, I come into the house and on the dining and my kitchen table. Wrapped up is a box. And I said, this looks iPad size. <laughs> and I it open, and there's my iPad from my husband for my birthday. Oh, cool. I had tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I spent the rest of the day setting it up and playing, and
2: mm-hmm. I was happy again. Pity party over. Yeah, that was that was pre geeky ladies in 2010. I think we started um, we started in 2011 or something. yeah 12. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think. Yeah, we think we're coming up on five years. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that was pre geeky ladies. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you know, I'd, heard, I'd like I said, I wasn't interested when they first announced it. I thought the name was stupid, mm-hmm. but now it's like you say, iPad, and it's just so ubiquitous. And everybody, when they they either say iPad or tablet, they never say, mm-hmm. "Oh, I have a Samsung." Yeah, or I have a I have a Surface. They just say, "I have a tablet" or "I have an iPad." But yeah. after hearing about all the wonderful things that can, yeah. happen, I thought, "Well, I want one too." Because even though we weren't quote unquote three geeky ladies at the time, we were still
2: yeah, we were, three geeky yeah. ladies. You know, I remember waiting the line to get mine and I was like number seven in line. Yeah. To get yeah. mine. Yeah, people cheering when you first the first one came out <laughs> clapping yep. and, and, and when you when you came out with yours. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: See I didn't get it. I I got the iPad too. I didn't get the first generation because I knew they would put a a camera in this and that second one, you know, the, and then that's what I did. I got the second generation, but I have to tell you is I love the iPad. I will always love the iPad. I just, it's the right size. I absolutely love it. I, I know Vicky. I know Vicky loves her I don't her know how
2: it happened, but I just found <laughs> that I just, cause I loved it too. And, but suddenly I realized I just like my laptop, you know, I'm sort of old, old fudgy person in regards to that. I, li- I like to have everything that I can do uh on the laptop that it's so many things that i can't do on a, on a on a um i don't know it's if, so I, I, travel, I, 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 if use... I travel more i probably feel differently yeah i
1: always bring my ipad when we go on cruises you know just to check email at the airport or facebook or whatever because it just goes right into the safe It doesn't come out until we're ready to go home because i don't get wi-fi when i'm on the, on the yeah. cruise i kind of oh. like turn That's off fair. the whole week That's really <laughs> But yeah. see, I
0: use, I use mine for a digital sketchbook, so it's like I have a sketchbook with me yeah. all the time. Good. Yeah,
1: see, and, no, and I'm one of the f- <laughs> I'm one of the few, at least among the three of us, I have no problem whatsoever using my iPad to watch Netflix. I don't need a big screen. I know oh, some me too. people enjoy oh, it.
2: Oh, no, I, I oh, watch it all the it's time. It's just me that way. I, oh, yeah. I watch it on my laptop me. now. I used, to, I used to not watch it on my laptop, but I do now. And I definitely did it last night when at t went out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this morning that I, I did that. and uh, But, yeah, I, I just I, – this doesn't work for me. Um,
0: can can I have, a, can I have a, um, a minute? Because, you know, remember when I was talking about the bridge? And one of our listeners, Fitz, had mentioned that he sent a link to watch the third mm-hmm. season. Of right. The yes. I couldn't get into that. So, I, And I really want to thank him so much for mentioning that because that link n- didn't necessarily work for me even when I did VPN. Mm-hmm. However, I found out that Hulu had a yeah. third season. And so I signed yeah. up for a free trial. I, I will tell you, Hulu stinks. Yeah. What is up with this like yeah. breaking off a commercial thing? I got the non-commercial but still but still it it has like a break you know, it's not like Netflix where it just is smooth. It has like a break. So you know they've gone to commercial break. They just edited out the commercial. But I did I, I want to thank him so much because I just finished the third season of The Bridge
2: and it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I and, saw it when it was uh the series was still going on. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I think the, me I, I, I think me and my sister probably were the only people that watched it. No, the fourth <laughs> That's the reason the, why they canceled it. It was great. Great. No,
0: the fourth season will start on January 1st, 2018. That's the, that Sega is done after this. So it's you like really, because cord- they, they it, it's been so long. Well, they, they just said that after this is, it's going to be everything they need to say about Sega. And I don't know what happens to her character from what, when I went on the rumor mill, cause I, I love this actress. I have a huge girl crush on her. She is fabulous. What mm-hmm. a fabulous actress. Um, especially this season, because it really got emotional. It got more into her backstory, the third season. Um, and I have to say is that um, I'm sad, but I don't know what will happen to her character, but I, I just think the whole season, it's this is the Swedish-Danish Danish version of the bridge. I tried yeah. the
2: tunnel. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. The
0: tunnel I'm... is the French-British version, and it's, oh, it's nowhere, it, now
2: now. And America, we have an American version of it, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I like to watch yeah. the original stuff. Why do people I, I, always, they have to remake I, it? I, I don't understand the,
2: that. Yeah. Yeah, I I saw the um the a uh, uh, French ver Um uh, not French, the um whatever version of it on um the Danish uh, the Danish version of it.
0: Yeah. yeah, the Danish Swedish. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why they do that. They did that with Wallander too. They had the mm-hmm. British version with you know kenneth Branagh, but i just thought that the swedish version was just phenomenal i i don't know why they do that they did that with the killing too that that the was killing.
2: danish yeah and then they mm-hmm.
0: they did the american version which
2: well, it, them, it's like the um, it's, it's, i think it's norwegian uh version of witness and then they did the american version of it yeah, uh, and the American because, person was because good, Ameri- because they, they treat us as if we're too
0: dumb to to read some t- subtitles.
2: No, that American uh, um, Hollywood or whatever, they only like copying. They don't like to do if you see somebody else to see that they're going to try to do exact replica of it because they just they're only interested in making money. So if they see that that's popular. They assume that they're going to make a lot of money off of it. They're not going to take a chance and do anything. You know, with really a you know. Um, that's the problem. Um, no, but-
0: I, I agree with you. You know, the only a show that I would love to see come to our shores is Graham Norton. Have you ever, heard, have you ever seen him? He's a talk show host. He's
1: hysterical. Yes, BBC oh, I've heard of him. I've oh, heard of him. I've seen, God,
2: was, oh, he had a show on comedy central for a while. Then they, they, they years ago. Uh, and they canceled it.
1: Oh, yeah. cause
0: I wish they yeah. would just, I wish we could stream his show all the time yeah. because I would, lo- I just think he's terrific. He is so funny. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's, but I just wanted to say thank you, Fitz. I really appreciate it uh, for, for, for mentioning that because it yeah, we made, me, really it made me explore the third season. We have, we have awesome really, listeners.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Any other geeky or non-geeky gifts?
2: No, I just want to say one thing. Um, uh, Suzanne, when you were talking about your Sears Roebuck. <laughs> Blue bike. I had one, too.
1: <laughs> and Angela- how fair is
0: that?
2: Yeah, but that was my first bike when I was a little kid. You know, I uh, I learned how to ride a bike on that one. Uh, it was a big blue. And then it had training wheels on it because it was my parents decided that we we're going to get her one big enough that when she gets into elementary, school, when she gets further on into elementary school, almost into junior high school, I could still w- ride it. It was a really, really big bag, bike. Uh, and you could adjust the seat up and down. And I love that bike. We call it a big blue. I used to ride it down the street and park it (laughs) and then walk back home. (laughs) Nobody touched that bike because it was just so (laughs)
1: well-known. Whereas I had the bike with the banana seat.
2: I wanted one of those. I never got Uh, one of
0: those. uh, One of the boys I used to ride with had the sissy bar. He had the banana (laughs) seat and the sissy bar. I have to tell you, though, my, you know, people don't understand about my Sears and Roebuck bike. I was in. I was a weird little kid, and I was into archaeology. And I used to. I used to spend hours, actually making a big square like a chessboard and digging out for hours. I used to find arrowheads. This is when I lived in Wisconsin, and oh, I you, used to
2: find you arrowheads. Old, you create your own little dig site.
0: Yes, I had my dicks I, I was a, I was an archaeologist on that bike, and I was a spy. I'm telling you, I would go in the woods and I would look. And I, I, I don't know where I got the spy thing, but oh yeah, I, I wanted to be a secret spy, a secret agent in the worst way. That was what my goal was. If you had asked me, what what you born in, Susan? Pardon? What month you born in? Mom. July. July,
2: Ruby. July. You sound so much like my nephew. Oh my God. What did I'm,
0: you lie to? <laughs> I'm cancer the crab, baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it was funny. This whole probably maybe five years, if you had asked me what I wanted to be, it would, be, it would have been a secret agent spy or it would have been an <laughs> archaeologist. I know. Cr- crazy kid.
1: Yeah. And I used
0: to read a lot of like um, uh, Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew and, and I really loved uh the whole detective thing i, w- I was so, and the guys the little boys I used to play with they were into that too, so we were always trying to make we're always trying to solve these stupid mysteries <laughs> but i the one of the non geeky gifts for me was just this year, like I said, my husband and I celebrated thirty years of marriage, and my youngest son surprised us he he came to the house he just he told us we had to be dressed up that was it no other no other um Information, I said. Well, you know, should I wear heel? He said, "Yes, just get dressed up." So he came to the house. He had a white rose. Um, he has he brought it us in, a, in his car. It was immaculate. Um, he drove us over to the Reunion Tower, which, if you see the Dallas skyline, it's the mm-hmm. big building with circle on top, the big ball yeah. on top, mm-hmm. and on the top of there, Wolfgang Puck has an Asian fusion restaurant called Five Sixty. I believe, just forgot for a minute. Um, and he treated us to dinner. It was uh, he, he just left. He said, you know, okay, you're on your own. And they said, your son is taking care of everything. That was awesome. But the only thing, I don't know if I told you this or not. When we got up there, it was very nice, very elegant. They sat us uh, uh, right by the window. Beautiful, beautiful view of uh, Dallas. But it revolves. And they had it going at a really good clip. And my husband got motion sickness. he's like, "Oh my God, this is so <laughs> fast for you." I'm like, "No, but oh look, Mike, you know, there's the fountain building again, oh look, it's coming around again. I mean we were going on a clip there, but wow, yeah, it didn't bother me, but my husband was like, Oh my gosh, I mean, to stand up, you knew you were you were revolving. there's no question. it wasn't like you know other places that you know have like rev a, a revolving area this was going at a a fairly good clip wow so
2: I, know, of, I know they want yeah. to say they used to have one to say no i think it's called tower restaurant but it used to be called Stofer's towers and yeah. it's circle but it, it it went really slow it didn't really uh, uh yeah whatever. that would bother me too yeah, yeah.
0: that's what you would expect you know that you're eat. you have diners there they're mm-hmm, they're yeah. eating so you know you you kind of go a little slow but uh And the food was, was very good. I will say that. I mean, the food was very nice and it was a very memorable evening and that was really sweet of him to do that. But yeah, I find that, um, you know, when I, I think at a certain point in your life, you start to look at all the stuff that you've acquired and you Mm -hmm. think, you know, I I'm always in a purge mood. I purge a lot. And I think, but the most precious things are that I find to me are things that people have made. Um, Everything else, you know, can just go out with the, uh, on, onto the flea market and the garage sales. Isn't that weird? But yeah, I don't know. I am be- becoming less materialistic, I guess. Not that no, no, ever, i mean not that I was ever really
1: materialistic. Cause I wouldn't say that, but
0: yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Like I said, my favorite things are the concerts that I've been to, the vacations that we've taken, the cruises that we've taken, even though they're not a gift. Those Mm -hmm. are the memories.
0: Yeah, because I would rather go to France and my husband will say, you know, what do you want? I said, you know what? Just put everything into the France Fund because I would, like you, like you both, I would rather go there and, you know, go to the markets and cook and stuff like that rather than go on some, you know, have some fancy fancy schmancy stuff.
2: I'm lucky I've had family members that just do things for me like like my sister, but... What I really like doing is handing them over my old electronics because they look at it like it's brand new and they love it because they're not willing to pay the money I pay for electronics. They do very little, they're not very electronically inclined. And um, when my sister bought me my my laptop, I was just really happy and she bought it because she wanted me to move on to a new machine so she could get her all she could take my <laughs> old MacBook Air. And I thought that was just this awesome. And she thought, oh, it's no big deal. You know, that's what we do anyway. And I'm like, oh, yes, it is. And, and also in return, what I did for her, because when I was in college, poor student that I was and not wanting to burden my parents, is that that she would pay for my plane tickets from, I went to school in St. Louis to go to California. I spent a summer with her and, you know, she, she paid for everything. And I lived with her for a while, all that kind of stuff. So to pay her back, I, I paid for her, uh, uh, African safari trip. And that shocked her. May, so, may I say that yeah. you,
0: you have an awesome family and you guys are awesome to each other. That's pretty yeah. sweet. You have a pretty. yeah.
2: My sister, The one Sharon that I'm talking about uh, is always took on me as like I was her little. Uh, she's a serious big sister she took the role very seriously. she's not the oldest she's the second oldest but she took it very very seriously you know and she's always been like that give me advice about things and and I've always looked up to her and I, I don't think I've ever told her I looked up to her and anything like that but I think she knows it mm. um and it, it, she just that's just her and I think it's because my dad was like that my dad was super generous with people um um even our extended family were told stories about him and how he liked to help people. And, and they tell us stories about all the things that he did for them. And nobody knew about it, but it was just those two. Um, I think that it comes from him. He, he always encouraged us to look after each other, you know, and um, that we are we're the only, it was six of us. And my parents who were always famous with saying, Nobody wants you guys around, so you guys need to be <laughs> stick together. And we sort of do that. We support each other in in lots of other ways. My brothers, we don't really do gifts and stuff. Um, We pretty much just talk, call each other, that kind of thing. Maybe send flowers or something like that. But we don't really do that kind of thing. Uh, uh, But my brother's sick right now. And I think I shock him in that I support him 100%. And I'm always there to take him to his doctor's appointments and stuff like that. And he thought he had to do this stuff on his own. I mean, that's what's really was shocking um, uh, to me, you know, but it's 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 about I think it's selfish when I do stuff like that because I feel so good about it. I'm, I'm doing it for myself, you okay. know, um, and um, it, it's it's a really good feeling to know that somebody appreciates what you do for, them, you know, mm-hmm. and, it's a, and it's a good yeah. feeling to be able to do something for people. And I know it's just my family, but, um, and, and it's probably expected. I think people should expect the family to, to, to be generous and kind and caring, but that's not always the case.
0: Well, I, I think know. even, na- I think with neighbors too, you know, because yeah. we have wonderful neighbors and I know my little, my little neighbor, who's 97, mm-hmm. um, there's just something that it's just so sweet about him. And, you know, I, I go and I try to find him books, you know, I, I, it, At the library, they have, like, uh, books that you can buy that are hardcover or softcover. So I got him a huge tome because I'll be in Oregon next week um, for him to read about Truman. And he loves reading, you know, nonfiction. And it was interesting because, you know, when you think about elderly people, I... Got a uh, scarpetta for him a couple weeks ago by oh, Patricia yeah. Cornell, and I like yeah, I that. Love I love her. Well, yeah. he brings it over the next day, and I said, Oh my goodness. I said, Did you finish it already? He said, No, I just can't get through it because of the profanity. And I thought, oh, my <laughs> Gosh, you know, but that's very true because at our generation, you know, you figure we hear it all the time or frequently. It's, it's not a lot, it's not
2: laden with profanity. Yeah, but it
0: offended him and yeah. it offended yeah. his. and I I thought I I said I I said I'm so sorry I haven't read this for a while. I I had read Patricia Cornwell but I didn't think she was overly profane as well. Yeah. So I I found him um a Clive Clussler Cuss, Cuss, novel and he liked that much better. And I, again, I did I don't have time to go through all the pages with the you know to do censorship, yeah, here, but yeah. but it's just something. But I also think you know we live in a really nice neighborhood here, uh, f- full of friendly people, and I I really appreciate the yeah. neighbors. We've had yeah. we've had incidences where we've had whack jobs for neighbors, so this is really appreciated.
2: You know, you know what you're talking about. Uh, uh your neighbors' disabilities. It's sort of like my parents too. They liked watching. Um, that Jerry Springer. And I, I they never could understand it. So my sister said, it's probably like porn to there. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so shocking. Everything those people did was so shocking to them. They, they could imagine people behave the way those people behave. And so I said, yeah, that's the reason why they're fascinated. They would just, oh, Jerry Springer's on it. They wouldn't watch anything else but court shows and Jerry Springer. <laughs>
0: Isn't it funny how people do get into that stuff? See, I yeah. never have, I don't watch a lot of TV. I just like, I like shows, you know, that's, I guess yeah. that's for me. I like shows because yeah. I find that, and I don't know if other our listeners or other people, but I find that if, I, you know, with TV, it's always a double-edged sword for me because if I'm watching like even a show, then I'm not reading and I really love to read. And I okay. find that time flies when you get older and that there's just so much time during the day. And I I really love to read. And I find if if I if I sat and watched TV, I would never read. So reading is just too important to me. So I I, exactly. I do try to read. You, and,
2: know what? And you know what? I stopped reading for a long time because I was busy with all kinds of stuff. And then I stopped realizing I was spending a lot of money on books. And then mm-hmm. I discovered discovering the library again. I, I, I love my library. A lot. I mean, every new book that's out, I can get it in my library. Yeah. Probably.
0: The library is fabulous. I, I love yeah. our library. I, I'm yeah. there every You know how week. they're
2: connected to counties all around and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: I mean, and interlibrary yeah. loan, because I've mm-hmm. been researching, you know, um, for the book that I'll be writing this fall, is that they've been wonderful with interlibrary loans, getting some of these mm-hmm. more. And they're hooking routine. up with Overdrive
2: so you can get ebooks, you know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the book
0: that my. I had my book club here this week, and I just wanted to throw this out to people. They might find this actually quite interesting. Um, I. I've already told people that if it's less than four stars, I won't read it. So they, they joke with me, but it's like life is too freaking short to read anything yeah. less than four stars. But mm-hmm. this one received four stars and it's called um, The Midnight Assassin. And it's by Skip Hollingsworth. And what it has to deal with, uh, what it deals with, excuse me, is the first serial killer in the United States. And it happened in Austin, Texas. And so for a period in the 1800s, 1888, when the, when the state Capitol was actually being built in Austin, they, they found, um, people being murdered. Some, some were, were servants. Um, there were some white people, um, you know, that had the servants that also got murdered and, but what was horrible. And I think, wow, nothing has changed is that, you know, it started off with servant women, um, being killed. And they would round up these African-American men and torture them because they had no forensics back then. So it must, well, you know, they just said, well, you know, it must have been a crime of passion, you know, because, you know, this woman who got murdered, you know, knew they dated, you know, she dated this man. And I thought, wow, times really haven't changed much. But they had no Mm -hmm. forensics. Fingerprints had, had not been started uh, the Pinkerton Agency was pretty much the the only detective agency that was had uh, was you know famous for getting to the bottom of crimes. Um, they had no you know of course DNA. They had nothing. So sometimes what they would do if there was a bloody footprint, they would cut out the floorboard, and that's what they would use. They would match it up with with people, and whoever had that. God forbid if you had the you know, same size shoe as a killer because you were put on suspicion uh, under under suspicion and jailed until they could prove otherwise. So really, you know, it was a guilty wow. until proven innocent. It's but
2: still it, like that today. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, mean, I know.
0: I know. And yeah. so it was really fascinating, though. Uh, the crimes were horrific. And mm. there was uh he became very obsessed with this, the author. And for a time, because of Jack the Ripper's crimes in London when he was terrorizing the prostitutes and murdering prostitutes, they thought that perhaps this serial killer in Austin went to London and continued his crimes. That has since been debunked. But yeah. it, it's a really fascinating story.
2: How, uh, how, uh, from how is it written? I mean, is it like a... Um...
0: It's written like a
2: cold case because okay. he, he right.
0: basically... and it, what's really Like a narrative is, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, And and for me, he really does a great job bringing you back into the 1800s, that time period. Mm -hmm. But I also have to say is that being um, a Texan, well, um, a Texan, a non-native Texan, I should say, it was really interesting to get some of the Texan history. There was a lot of, you know, history that I really didn't know. But I I think it's, I think it's really interesting. I think it's a fast read. And it's, it's, it's a, really interesting read if you're interested in, you know, reading about the first serial killer. I mean, it panicked. I mean, people were in a panic. What was interesting is because it was dark and people never, they couldn't find the perpetrator because nobody screamed. Nobody screamed out. And this killer took liberties because this one woman, she was a servant for this family and she had three children and he left the children, he or she left the children there, but murdered the, the mother. And, she, and, the, and, mm. the, and the, he told the kids to not look, and he murdered the mother. And There was no screaming out. There was nothing. It was so oh, bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. And then what Austin did, because they were so frightened of going out after dark they ended up and they're still there to this day i looked at them on google maps there are these huge high rise big lights they call them moonlights and there are these big high powered lights that they uh, because you know electricity was just really starting back then and they they tried to light the streets of austin with those high powered lights because that people were absolutely frightened to death of going out at nighttime because they were going to be murdered it's it's interesting it really It's really
2: interesting. So
0: we had a big discussion about that this week.
2: Mm. I meant that to my list.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's also another one we are reading. It's called A Piece of the World. It just came out.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's kind of uh, fictional, although she did do a lot of research. Andrew Wyeth, who, you know, um, when I lived in Maine, of course, he's a fabulous painter, uh, the Wyeth family. But um, he... um, it's about Christina, and you've seen the you've seen the painting Christina's World, and this is about Christina who had po- polio. She's the one in the field that she's looking back at the house. So you may want to try reading that one too.
1: Mm.
2: Okay, mm. piece of the world.
1: Okay, right. so we start out. Talking about our favorite geeky and non-geeky <laughs> gifts, and we take a left turn and oh. we... <laughs> started another podcast. The, nor- the normal podcast. The normal podcast. This is just for us. normal for us. Yep, normal podcast for us. We, but we start try here to give and we end good up information. We never take a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's just the nature of conversation. You start talking about something, and it just brings you to something else, and brings you to something else, and that's just, really? just the way it is. So, it is. listeners. We want to hear your favorite geeky and non-geeky gifts. Let us know. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter or email or Facebook or Google+. All that information can be found at our website, 3geekyladies.com with the number 3 spelled out. Don't forget Stock 217 and the coupon code 3geekyladies. That uses the number 3. We, uh, Mike Potter would love to see you there. Again, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next time.
0: Bye. Bye-bye.